sing these old mountain songs, these old songs rooted in the past of country music. Because, But, of course, they updated it all and made the lyrics... It was the same music, a bit of, bit of added instrumentation, but it was the same music, but they added lyrics that suited the teen generation of the 50s and 60s. <laughs> and so it goes, as Kurt Vonnegut would have it. Uh, here's a, a track that they made in the mid-60s, the Everly Brothers, and uh, it's a beautiful song called Love is Strange. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to come over as a professor yet. Just dig the music. It's fun. <laughs> it's not miserable. It lifts you up. Poof. Get on that cloud. Another genre, a subgenre of country music that, that dallied with Nashville, but remained it very much its own man or woman, its own personage, was honky tonk. 
um, a music that had grown out of the clubs and dance halls uh, all over the southern states of America and achieved chart success and possibly one of the greatest exponents of Honky Tonk, of which there were many, was the fabulous Ernest Tubb. And here he is, walking the floor over you. Yeah, you... And you went away You said that you'd be back in just a day You've broken your promise And you left me here alone I don't know why you did, dear But I do know that you're gone I'm walking the floor over you I can't sleep awake, that is true and I'm praying as my heart breaks right in two Walk in the floor over you Oh, Liana discussion of uh, regional genres of country music past without mentioning western swing it may be if push came to shove if i was on the edge of that precipice about to swim towards my desert island of mixed metaphors and i only had one genre to take with me it might be western swing surprisingly enough Western Swing was an amazing amalgam. Well, it still is, because there are still great exponents of Western Swing, like Asleep at the Wheel, uh, going. It was a marvellous mixture of early country, jump jive, I suppose, trad jazz, and the blues. And it moted like hell. (laughs) The most famous exponent of Western Swing was undoubtedly Bob Wills, 
And here's Texas Playboys. Here they are with the classic, the absolute stone-cold classic, Ida Red. Interestingly, and apropos the comments I made earlier about Sam Phillips at Sun Studios in Memphis looking for a white guy who could bring the blues to country, Chuck Berry did it the other way. He was a black guy playing rhythm and blues who incorporated country into his act and he became famous uh, with the kids like Elvis did. And, um, in fact, Elvis never wrote a song in his life, I don't think, but Chuck Berry wrote some of the greatest songs ever written. His lyrics, as acknowledged by people like Smokey Robinson and Bob Dylan, are absolutely brilliant. But he wasn't above a little copying. As I've said before, plagiarise, plagiarise, do not let anything evade your eyes, but always be sure to call it research. Actually, I didn't say that. The great uh, Russian mathematician Lobachevsky said it. Anyway, here is Chuck Berry with Maybelline, one of his earliest recordings. And you may think, you may be forgiven for thinking it sounds a little bit like the Ida Red by Bob Wills I just played. I think you could be right if you think that. Trust me, I'm not a doctor or a lawyer.
Okay, I'll uh, end this brief roundup. Get it? Cowboy country roundup. This brief roundup of regional and sub regional and genre styles of country with a reference to the Bakersfield sound. That was a country music not being made in the southern states of America, Louisiana, uh, Tennessee, or Virginia, or wherever, but in California. And the Bakersfield sound was epitomized by the sound of Buck Owens. And he took the classic. Two guitars, bass and drums, which had been established, I suppose, in Texas by Buddy Holly uh, in the 50s. He took it straight through the middle of country. And he was a big, big influence on many bands that came after, including the pop bands of the 60s. And here is a song uh, by um, Buck Owens, uh, the Bakersfield sound, and... um, you might remember this song appearing on a certain album by certain Liverpudlian mop tops. It's called Act Naturally. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. We'll make a film about a man that's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star Might win an Oscar, you can't never tell The movie's gonna make me a big star Cause I can play the part so well Flores, and you're listening to Pure West Radio with B.B. Scone. Yeehaw! Of course, in the 60s, uh, many uh, 
bands flirted with country music. I've already mentioned the uh, influence of uh, Nashville on The Loving Spoonful. Um, we looked at just now the influence of Bakersfield on The Beatles. Uh, they were also influenced, Bigly, but Bigly. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Donald Trump. Bigly by Carl uh, Perkins, of course, another Sun recording artist. And um, one of the first bands in the 60s, the pop bands, rock bands, embryonic rock bands, to really get into country music. And then influenced a whole slew of bands that came afterwards, like the Grateful Dead, Grand Parsons, New Riders of the Purple St- St- Sage. Flying Burrito Brothers, and so on. The band that influenced, and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and Neil Young, the band that influenced all these in the first place was The Birds, who had a hit with Dylan's Mr. Tambourine Man and various other songs, and they went full-on country with Sweetheart of the Rodeo, and this song of theirs is called, well, this song that they've uh, recorded, is called I Am a Pilgrim. And if it ain't, country, then I'll eat my ten-gallon hat. I am a pilgrim and a stranger traveling through this wearsome land I've got a
not made by hand. Now, the role of women in country music uh, should not be underestimated. There's plenty of strong women making great music in country. I've already mentioned Dolly Parton earlier on and Rosie Flores, of course. And I'm going to play a track now by a band called Trio, which was a coming together of three of the greatest female country artists ever, Dolly Parton, Emmylou Harris and Linda Ronstadt. They recorded as Trio, and this is one of the songs they recorded, uh, a classic, Father Alone. Yeah. 
to my mind, one of the greatest female recordings of modern country music and has been for the last 30-odd years is Lucinda Williams. And I suppose she's country rock, whatever you want to call it. It's a bit like she's been called a female Neil Young, but that's unfair to her. Neil Young is a male Lucinda Williams. I prefer it that way round. I saw her again last year on tour at Bristol when she did her album from 1998 car wheels on a gravel road in its entirety with a with a new band what a uh, kick-ass band they were as well and this is the opening track from that album and it's beautiful it's sexy it's country it's called right in time Turn off 
Now, I've already told you that I interviewed Rosie Flores a couple of nights ago uh, when I went to see her in Cardiff. And when she was talking to me, she said that um, she was friendly with Lucinda Williams. But she didn't see her so much now because Lucinda Williams has got married, thus breaking the hearts of old men all over the world. And... um, Rosie Flores isn't married. She says she hasn't got time for that with life on the road. Uh, very similar uh, to Lucinda, I-, I think, in many ways. She's a great... They're both great guitarists. Both got great voices. Um, different songwriters, though, I suppose. And uh, Rosie comes from uh, Austin, Texas, and she lives there now. But there's a certain Tex-Mex influence in her music, as... Most of the music that comes out of Texas always has and always probably will do. Anyway, she'll be on this show talking to you uh, next week. So I hope you can look forward to that. Not next week, next month, the third Thursday of the month. I'm so used to talking about B.B. Scone's Pembrokeshire Music Show page, which is every week at 7 o'clock on a Sunday. This show will be next month. It's 11 o'clock on March the 20th. Rosie Flores, uh, but until then, here's a taster of her work and... This is called Working Girl's Guitar. And she told a story by way of introducing this the other night. She said she sold a guitar to a friend of hers. And he phoned her up a a few weeks later and said, "Um, you know that guitar you sold me? She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that guitar (laughs) misses you and it's written a song for you and this is it. (laughs) And he brought the song over, played it to on the guitar and this is what it became. Working Girls Guitar.
Now, although uh, Rosie Flores had been recording probably since the late 60s, early 70s, she first had a Billboard chart hit in the 80s, and she was part of what was known at that time as the New Country Movement. And the New Country Movement, I suppose, featured artists that maybe had not grown up in country, or had done, but certainly once again wanted to move away from that slick Nashville sound or the sound of country gone pop, if you like, and or giving a new twist on country. It embraced a whole load of people that were just coming through at the time, like Katie Lang, Steve Earle, and Dwight Yoakam, who was a big friend, or maybe still is, of Rosie Flores, so she tells me. And uh, he looked back to the Buck Owens sound. In fact, this song we're going to play uh, is called Streets of Bakersfield, that place in California where Buck Owens sound originated. Just me. 
Another movement that reacted to the Nashville sound was a so-called outlaw movement, uh, which encompassed people like Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson, who themselves had been at the heart of the Nashville uh, country movement. Uh, but they reflected a back-to-the-roots approach. Great songwriters and great performers, all of them. Although it was arguably Chris Christopherson might have been the greatest songwriter of them all one of the first hit country musicians not to come from a poor background like elvis had done hank williams johnny cash jimmy rogers and all those people he came from a very upper middle class um family his father was in the military he chris himself had studied at oxford university (laughs) anyway this he wrote some brilliant songs and he was a great performer. And this track of his has been covered by many, including Janis Joplin uh, and the Grateful Dead again. It's called Me and Bobby McGee. And at the beginning of this, uh, he explains something about what country music means to him. If it sounds country, man, that's what it is. It's a country song. Yeah, okay. Well, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Busted flat in Baton Rouge and heading for the trains Feeling nearly faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained Took us all away to New Orleans I took my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana And was blowing sad while Bobby sang the blues With them windshield wipers slapping time And Bobby clapping hands We finally sang a favorite song that driver knew Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing ain't worth nothing, but it's free Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blues Feeling good was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee From the coal mines of Kentucky To the California sun Bobby shared the secrets of my soul Standing right beside me, Lord Everything I'd done Every night she kept me from the cold Then somewhere near Salinas, Lord, I let her slip away Looking for the home I hope she'll find And I trade all my tomorrows for a Yesterday Holding Bobby's body Next to mine Freedom 
just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing left is all she left for me Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blues But if that was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee <laughs> One musician uh, who straddles all these kind of uh, eras of Nashville, uh, uh, desperados waiting for a train, <laughs> era outlaws, oh, a new country, is Merle Haggard. He first uh, was in prison when he saw Johnny Cash perform, and he decided then he wanted to, uh, to, to make his way as a country musician when he got out of prison, and he did. And um, Muskegon, O'Key from Muskegee. Muskegee is his probably most famous song, but I'm ambivalent. Uh, is it pro or anti-rednecks and hippies? We'll never know. He never explained it fully. But this is uh, a different song of Merle Haggard's. It's one which deals with the tradi- one of the traditional themes of country music, and that's drinking. Drinking to forget something or drinking to try and remember what you've forgotten whatever it's called the bottle let me down too sober Couldn't drink enough to keep you off my mind Tonight the bottle let me down And let your memory come around The
today But the wine don't take effect the way it used to And I'm hurting in an old familiar way Let me down And let your memory come around The one true friend I thought I'd found Tonight the bottle let me down Of course, there was another branch of country which dealt with a uh, singer-songwriter or alt-country. No, not really. Yeah, maybe alt-country and um, more introverted, perhaps, than some of the other songwriters and often troubled geniuses. Or is that genii? Genii? Geniuses? Uh, answers on a postcard or a £20 note to me, B.B. Scone, care of studio at purewestradio.com. In fact, if you've got any suggestions for this show uh, to be broadcast next on March the 20th, or indeed for my local music show, which goes out at 7 o'clock every Sunday, well, um, uh, do please write in at that email address. Um, some of these introverted singer-songwriters uh, include like people like Butch Hancock and... Guy Clark, perhaps the most prolific, the most famous, the most talented of all these, arguably, anyway, was Towns Van Zandt. And this is his stone-cold classic, Pancho and Lefty, which has been recorded by more people than I could shake a weathered stick at. Gonna keep you free and clean Now you wear your skin like iron Your breath's as hard as kerosene You weren't your mama's only boy But her favorite one it seems She began to cry when you said goodbye Sank into your dreams Poncho was a band of boys his horse was fast as polished steel Wore his gun outside his pants For all the honest world to feel Poncho met his match, you know On the desert stand in Mexico And nobody heard his dying words All the just the way it goes And all the federales say could have had him any day They only let him hang around Out of kindness, I suppose Lefty, he can't sing the blues All night long like he used to The dusty poncho bit down south Ended up in Lefty's mouth The day that let poor poncho low Lefty split for Ohio Where he got the bread to go 
Rosie Flores, and you're listening to Pure West Radio with B.B. Scone.
but she had to go She's made up her mind That I'm just a fool My love is blind And it's all because of you Foolish heart In the last 20 years or so, I suppose country can almost mean anything, really. Um, But to me, it still has to have its roots in the dirt. Something needs to be happening down there where the spirit meets the bone. It has to tell of the difficulties of the human condition, but at the same time with a levity, a wit, a humour and a great, great spirit. And it has a passion. (laughs) And the Mavericks have some of that um, in the way that Roy Orbison used to have. And somebody else who has that, uh, another very literate songwriter of the modern age, is James McMurtry. And I love uh, this particular song uh, of his. It's called Paris, uh, and it deals with the problems of ageing. When you land in Paris And they wave you right through Though your passport picture Doesn't look much like you 